Hello, you beautiful people. Hope you are all living your life the way you intended it to be and have progressed through all your goals that you have set for yourselves this year. This episode is an extension to the many series of 30 days of intentions that I spoke about in our last episode. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go and check out my latest episode, number 27. And now, let's dive in in today's episode. Welcome to the Sarah Shabana Show. We are all born unique in every way, yet we often forget there is more than one way. Hesitant we are believing in what's possible and never ask how we can make it more probable. So this is a place to learn and explore from the stories of those who have designed the life they adore. There is nothing set in stone if we stay curious and don't lock the door. My name is Sarah and I'm the host of the Sarah Shabana Show. I'm here to provoke you to design your own life. Dig deeper into your curiosities and get inspired from those who created a life they love. This podcast is all about realizing the possibilities and learn real tactics and strategies on how you can design a life that brings you joy. Welcome back. So today's episode is about inspiration. What is it? Where does it come from? And how can you place yourself into daily contact with this more often? And to start, we need first to understand what inspiration really is. Inspiration is when you suddenly get a creative idea or a creative solution to a problem. It could also be a strong, pleasant feeling that motivates you to do something, especially something creative or something you haven't done before. And now that you know what inspiration really is, how can we know where it comes from? How can we possibly help ourselves to be inspired? To discover that, what will be better than going through history of creativity and see what creative people say about where they found inspiration or what they do to stay inspired? I will start with Steve Jobs. And Steve Jobs relied a lot on his intuition for inspiration. He believed that we all knew the answers to what to create next or how to handle a problem deep within. But in order to tap into that power, one need to focus, quiet the noise, and listen to that innate power that guides us in our path in life and in creating new things. This innate power is called intuition. Steve Jobs told his biographer, if you sit and observe, you will see how restless your mind is. If you try to calm it, it only makes things worse. But over time, it does calm as you train it. And when it does, there is room to hear more subtle things. That's when your intuition starts to blossom and you start to see things more clearly. So train your mind to calm so you can see clearly and listen to that inner guidance. Try meditation, spend time in nature, be present, draw, dance, or any other activity that help you calm that busy monkey mind. The second creative person we can learn from today is Naguib Mahfouz, the famous Egyptian novelist and the Nobel Prize winner for literature. Naguib Mahfouz used to find inspiration in sitting in his favorite cafe in the middle of Cairo, busiest local markets at the time, Khen al-Khalili. He used to find inspiration in the faces of people around him, in the conversations that are going on, even in the beauty of the narrow streets surrounding him. So inspiration can be found within your environment, 
from a conversation with a stranger, from hearing a different perspective, from paying attention to the little things around you, from setting in your favorite place that brings you good vibes and make you feel better. I would also like to share with you an interesting, let's say, concept introduced to me by the brilliant best-selling author Elizabeth Gilbert in her wonderful book, Big Magic. The concept blew my mind. While it may seem a bit crazy to some of you, or maybe all of you, regardless what you think about this, just visualize creative ideas in this way. Because just visualizing creative ideas in this way really helped me take them more seriously. And hopefully, you will too. So, Elizabeth said, I believe that our planet is inhabited not only by animals and plants and bacteria and viruses, but also by ideas. Ideas are disembodied energetic life form. They are completely separate from us, but capable of interacting with us. Ideas have no material body but they do have consciousness, and they most certainly have will. Ideas are driven by a single impulse, to be made manifest. And the only way an idea can be made manifest in our world is through collaboration with a human partner. Therefore, ideas spend eternity swirling around, searching for available and willing human partner. When an idea thinks it has found somebody, say you, who might be able to bring it into the world, the idea will pay you a visit. It will try to get your attention. Mostly you will not notice. This is likely because you are so consumed by your own traumas and anxieties, distractions, insecurities, and duties that you aren't receptive to inspiration. You might miss the signal because you're watching TV or brooding over how angry you are at somebody or pondering your failures and mistakes, or just generally really busy. In this case, the idea will leave you and go to another human partner. Crazy, right? Regardless if you will believe in this or no, just visualizing ideas in this way tell you that you are somehow not the owner of this idea, and it's coming to you to be created. And if you don't take that idea seriously, it will for sure go and look for another human partner to create it and bring it to life. Won't you take the ideas more seriously from now on? Also, let's say if you are not going to take the idea seriously for whatever reason, you can now let it go with a peaceful heart. Tell it goodbye. I'm sorry. I can't bring it to life now. This also reminds us of all the famous CEOs and achievers what they say about ideas and how they believe everyone has ideas and that ideas are overvalued. Execution is all what matters. So please remember that done is better than perfect and you are already ahead when you take one step forward. Now let's go to Paulo Coelho, the best-selling author of The Alchemist, a novel sold more than 35 million copies and is the most translated book in the world by a living author. So where does Paulo Coelho find inspiration? He actually said that he finds walking an activity that sparks inspiration. He walked more than 800 kilometers along the road to Santiago de Compostela, a site of Catholic pilgrimage. The walk and the spiritual awakening he experienced on that route inspired him to ride the pilgrimage an autobiographical account of the trick in his native Portuguese. 
And Stanford researchers confirms that they have found that walking boosts creative inspiration. They examined creativity levels of people while they walked versus while they sat. A person's creative output increased by an average of, guess how much? 60% when walking. Insane. So if you want to boost your inspiration, go for a walk. Calm your mind and wait for the answers to come to you. One can also find inspiration in observing others who walk the walk. Let's take Walt Disney as an example, the founder of the infamous Disney Corporation. Walt Disney had a dream of creating a great, great playground for the children and families of America. He then woke up, traveled to Tavoli Gardens, which is one of the world's oldest amusement park located in the middle of Copenhagen for inspiration. And these trips inspired him to create what we now know as Disneyland, which has the largest cumulative attendance that any other theme park in the world. So sometimes it's good to look at others in your field to get inspired. People who have walked the walk before you and see how you can build on that or even create things differently. And last but not least, I want to share with you where I personally find inspiration. In general, when I'm looking for something or when I want to create something, I will consume information related to that topic. Ask people around me, read books or Google things. I then follow this period of feeding myself with the information with a period of calmness. You must have heard people before say, I get my best ideas in the shower. That's sort of true, but it works because you have fed yourself with some knowledge and sat the intention for your subconscious mind to go and find solutions. And when you least expect it, an idea will actually come to you. So set the intention and go through the motions. That's what's so great about creative work. If we just start going through the motions, if you take one step, the next step will show up for you. Reminding me of the famous quote of Martin Luther King, you don't have to see the whole staircase, just take the first step. And here, my friends, we have reached the end. Reflect on this episode, see which tactic works for you, and take one extra step today to keep yourself inspired. Today and not tomorrow. For now, goodbye till the next episode. And don't forget to subscribe to this show if you are inspired to be part of this community and this journey. Bye there!